This is Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan. Have you been to P.F. Chang's lately, Logan? No, I have not. In fact, I don't think I've ever been to a P.F. Chang's. You know, for a while, I thought P.F. Chang's was a made-up restaurant. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, Logan. I'm actually glad we didn't record last night because so much stuff happened in the last 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Like, so much stuff. I was on t- Twitter last night at, like, midnight. I was like, what is going on? Um, I guess we should start for, for the, with the trade deadline, shouldn't we? Um, and a lot of the questions that I have for you, I have a lot of questions for you, actually, where what's, I was just going to be like, hey, Logan, let's do a tier list, you know? You know, where it's going to be just regular. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I think Logan has some 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 questions to ask. He needs he has to answer for some of these teams' decisions, you know. Oh yes, me me, <laughs> me alone. Logan is the only one who has to take accountability for certain teams making certain decisions. So yes, here you yes. are, Logan, coming on the Six Sports Podcast. <laughs> yeah, here I am for the league. <laughs> you represent represent the Shield well. Why don't you? Mm, as well you know as that, the players. You know that uh, that picture of Rob Lowe at the Super Bowl where he just has an NFL hat on. That's me. That's you. Um, Logan, so I guess, I don't know, what do we even talk about first? Because we could talk about, like, some trades or talk about the gigantic news that came out of Las Vegas um, this morning. But let's actually talk about some trades, Logan. Let's talk about some huge trades that happened. The biggest trade, I think, being the Chase Young to the Niners. Yeah, and Montez Sweat to the Bears. Sweat to the Bears, of course. Kind of the duel. The dual trade there from the commanders. It makes you really think of like what the what direction the commanders are going um from now on. And you know, it kind of ties into another question I have for you later. But Logan, are the commanders at this point, you know, we had a there was a point where the commanders we thought had the best front seven in the NFL. Very true. Um, Very true. We did. That uh, was the, not long ago. Their their defensive line was thought to be one of, if not the best, in the, in the league. And now they are down two of those pieces. Um, they're both free agents at the, at the end of this year. Commander said, we're not paying them those big bucks, even though we have the money to do so <laughs> for at least one of them. So um, let's talk about the tra- Chase Young trade first. It was interesting to me how they only got a third for Probably, him. Yeah. And, you know, if he would have left in free agency, he would have gotten them a third-round pick. Probably a compensatory pick in the third round. So, you know, like, it was interesting. Um, I guess I guess Ron Rivera didn't think he worked hard enough, so I've read. But, you know, uh, rich get richer, I guess. 49ers <laughs> add another pass rusher there. Maybe Nick Bosa can take a fellow Ohio State alum under his wing and help him excel. It's a it's a good move for the 49ers. I mean, you only had to give up a third for him. I don't know if they're gonna pay him. Uh that's another good question. Like, are they, they gonna pay him the money? I guess it was just a rental, perhaps. Um I don't know. Uh the commanders. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> You were going to get a third-round pick either way. Why not just keep chasing for the rest of the season? Montez Sweat, on the other hand, uh, for the Chicago Bears, I think this was actually 
a much needed trade for them. And I don't know if people are think, oh, they gave up a second round pick. It's probably going to be like a like a Steelers Chiefs Claypool situation all over again. But if if you watch the Bears for any extended amount of time, you notice that their pass rushes is, is absolutely garbage. And they need they needed yeah. it. They needed this. Uh, say what you will with what they gave up for him, but a a solid pass rusher, and I, I assume they'll they'll re-sign him. Um, they they better get up a second round pick for him. A a premier pass rusher is is is, is hard to come by, and they need that. So that's so fact. You know, it's weird though. Like, so I think I actually like it for the Bears. Um. The commanders, on the other hand, I, I don't really know what direction they're going towards. Um, they they traded these two pieces away, and they're I thought they were good pieces, but then they don't want to trade Jacoby Brissett away because you know they want to have that insurance for Sam Howell in case he gets hurt, so they can continue to compete. But you're three and five, and you're not good. I th- I think this is uh the start of a a clean out, and that's that and that was gonna I'm gonna we're gonna talk about that in um, another question I'm gonna ask you later. But you know a lot of people are looking at the Montez sweat trade like very weirdly. I don't think people certain people are are smart because they, yeah I agree. Like they are most likely going to resign Montez sweat. They would yeah, not. I- up that much draft capital. People I think I've seen a lot are like, well, why don't they just wait until free agency to sign him? Bro, you really think he's gonna go to Chicago? That's a fact. Come on now. I like, mean because I think it's it's the, the track record, especially in the last couple of seasons, yeah. that the, the Bears have about trading the high draft capital for players is different. Yeah. I, I don't know if the situation's the same at all, but I yeah, I mean, I think Montez Sweat is a a significantly pe- better player than Chase Young has ever been. Um, I do some, I do somewhat question what the Bears are doing because you know they get Montez Sweat, who's a good defensive piece, but then they're shopping Jalen Johnson, yeah, a really good corner. Get really good young corner. Really good young corner because they don't want to re-sign him. So I'm just kind of I'm left confused about what the Bears are doing. Let, like, let Ryan Poles cook. Let Ryan him cook. Poles doesn't like Johnson because he's not his guy. I I don't know, but it's I don't. The yep. Bears are confusing. I think the the for the Niners it's a good trade for them. Yes. Uh, uh and for the Commanders. We're we're gonna talk about the direction they'll be going soon, but I think you're right. It is starting a huge cleanup because now they have top picks in the next couple of drafts. Yeah, they got a. I think they have four picks in top three rounds. Maybe. Plus, they have like seventy mil in cap space. They they do. They have quite a bit of cap space uh, coming up. So, you know, if they do decide to part ways with. Uh, their coaching staff, whoever comes into that job, I mean, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty nice, nice opening there for sure. And I want to talk about two pick, two trades that, like, truth be told, a lot of people forget. Like, it's those moves on the margins to strengthen certain piece, um, certain 
cores on teams for contenders that should be talked about more than the, you know, the Chase Youngs, the Niners. I thought the Niners had a pretty good fast rush, but they just, again, like you said, the risk get richer. Um, We had two secondary trades, one that happened the, the last week and one that happened this um with the trade deadline yesterday um with the Bills and the Eagles. Um the Eagles adding Kevin Byard from the Titans, a free safety that we me and you are both very high on. And then the Bills, and I think it's gonna go really un I, I really think it was underreported. I like it a lot. The Rasul Douglas trade, um the Bills getting him, me and you were very high on Rasul Douglas. So Logan, what do you think about let's talk about the Eagles first. What do you think about the Kevin Byard trade? Um I love. I said a couple weeks ago that safety is one of their areas of concern. They've had some injury issues there, and Kevin Byron comes in, former Pro Bowler, um, one of the best safeties in the league. I think he's going to add, you know, just another great player to that Eagles defense, shore up that back end, um, continue. The Eagles will continue to defense will continue to be great as they always are. Again, the rich get richer. They own Tennessee Titans. They own them. So I, I really like the trade for the Eagles. It's crazy how they turned like uh, a couple draft picks into to AJ Brown and Kevin Byron. But hey, first off, can, can we? Yeah, and also AJ Brown looks like one of the best receivers in the entire NFL right now. Like, like he might be slowly but surely. Yeah, he is. Howie Roseman is playing chess. Everyone else playing checkers. Yeah, and then let's talk about the Rasul Douglas to the Bills. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, they lost Trey White. We talked about this before. Everyone knows this, and they bring in Rasul Douglas, who's been. Very underrated when it, while he was at Green Bay, and I like this for them. Pair him with Kyrie Lam and the other um, secondary pieces they have there. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, I I like this a lot for them. So another t- let, let's run through a couple trades too before we get to like the the really huge one I think, um, which is probably I in my opinion the Minnesota trade. Um, but so let's quickly talk about. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones to the Lions. Uh, the Michigan man, he returns home. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. He he's no good. I'm sorry to say. I know it just. What? Why do they? Why do the Lions need another receiver? I mean, they have Josh Reynolds and Jameson Williams. Like, I guess it's just a dart throw to kind of see. They did the same thing earlier this year with Denzel Mims. They signed him, and then they released him. But it seems like they're just trying to shore up that wide receiver depth. It was only a six-round pick, I think. Yeah, it's not that terrible. He he can't separate those, so, like, he's no good. Hopefully, though, that this means that the Cedric Tillman Tillman show, yeah. Now, Now, I know in the Browns, they'll give David Brown, like, 50 snaps or 50 rounds uh rest of the season he like his his slow ass will be out there running <laughs> running running routes that reminded me to add cedric tillman by the way 
Oh, great. That's not what I wanted to do. Is that what you wanted to do? Yeah, I did. You should stop right now. <laughs> I don't think I will. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. No! <laughs> God, I hate you so much. I hate you so much. I forgot anyway, to that Browns story. offense is nothing. Yeah. Nothing without Deshaun Watson. So, or even with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> You know, and it, it's 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 actually really terrible. I, I I don't know what I don't know what the Browns are doing. We'll talk about the Browns soon. Um, and then finally, um, the Jaguars made a you know another move to help like really actually no, there's another trade. I for, I'm totally met, missing. I forgot the Leonard Williams trade. Oh yeah, big 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 trade to the Seahawks. Shorn out the defensive line. Very good for them. Uh, the Giants get back. Get back more for Leonard Williams, and the the Commanders got back for Chase Young, yes. former second round pick, I'm second second overall pick. So hey, the Giants adding draft capital to draft the quarterback of the future, possibly. <laughs> yeah, we're jeez. It's the Giants are might be draft more weapons for Daniel Jones to waste. It, it it's crazy too because the Giants might be one of like if you want to th- think about situations. Like and I think there definitely has to be a video in the next couple um weeks or podcast in the next couple weeks where we rank like the worst situations um in the NFL. The Giants are pretty up there, I think, in terms of what you what you do next with them, you know? Um yeah. the, for the Seahawks, yeah. I, I which is weird because I don't think their D line was a weakness, but I get like you said. You know, you short, you short it up. You make, you solidify it even better because the the Seahawks are more often than not. I don't think they're going to win the games um, with their offense and their defense needs to be stout. And they have a good corner in Devin Witherspoon. They have don't they also have a uh, Tariq Woolen? Yeah, Tariq Woolen as well. They have and they're six and two, I think, right now or five and two. So five, five and two. And Leonard Williams, you know, he's playing for the first time ever out of New York. Really. Yeah, he's been in New York his entire career. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm. He is. So he's been. A, he was a Jet, and then he was a Giant. I miss when he was a Jet. Mm. I miss when he was a Jet. Anyway, but yeah, so he's to the Seahawks, and then um, I forget who the Jags got. They got um Ezra Cleveland. Ezra Cleveland, Cleveland, short up that offensive line, protect Trevor Lawrence as yeah, they, they should, as they, they should. should. Um, and then finally, let's talk about Josh Dobbs. To the Vikings. So going into um going into the trade deadline, lot of, there was a lot of um talk about Jameis Winston being traded. Yes, yeah, so I saw that. I don't know how I felt about that, but Josh Dobbs is the only is uh, if is a better option when you look at what he's done this season. Like you definitely want some guy who's like had some actual action starting this year, and you know, little stat pattern. But you know, let's see that let's see the here nor the there, but. How do you feel about Josh Dobbs being going to the Vikings? Because at this point, I think the Vikings, they're what, four and four? Yeah. They I feel so bad for the Vikings because they were like they were they were on a win streak. Kirk Cousins, like looked great. Looked great. One could even say he was an MVP candidate, you know. And that he was doing it without Justin Jefferson, too. Without Justin Jefferson. And then he gets hurt and it's just like just sucks the Win out of whatever they were trying to build there. 
Josh Dobbs, he's not meant to be a season-long starter. I think we've started to see that now for yeah. a, a couple games here. Um, it, it was it was interesting, though, because uh, Jonathan Gannon said that he wasn't going to start and Clayton, and Clayton Toon was going to start, and we were like, "What? what's wrong? What happened to Josh Jobs? And now I see why. It's because he was being traded. Um, he'll be fine, I think. It, I, I don't think this is the quarterback move that was going to keep your season afloat. Perhaps they tried to get Jacoby Brissett, and that fell through, because I know he was someone offered for him. Yeah. Jameis Winston probably would have provided you like more upside, but also would have brought the uh his unfortunate deficiencies along with him. It's weird, it's weird too. Would you agree that if Anthony Richardson had not gotten hurt, we'd most likely see Gardner Minshew in a Vikings jersey? Oh, uh, that's possible. That's possible. Um very possible. They should have so uh, traded Mason Rudolph to the, the Vikings. But jo- Josh Dobbs is uh He'll be fine. He's yeah. not meant to be a starter. He he will be a backup though for like the next seven years. I feel he is like the next Ryan Fitzpatrick, Josh McCown, in that vein of quarterback. Yeah, I agree with you. Good for him. Though. Good for him. He's so he's killing it. So that brings to me the new the new QB question because now we have to talk about the QB situation. The because there's there's three there's two situations we can talk about in this week's episode, and that's the QB situation in the NFL and the coach situation in the NFL. So mm-hmm. let's start about talk about the QB situation in the NFL. Kirk Cousins, he goes down. Um, there's a lot of people asking, has Kirk Cousins played his last game in a Vikings jersey? Mm-hmm. <sighs> It all depends on how the season plays out, really. I think if if the if Josh Dobbs plays, well, I think the Vikings have a better roster than the Cardinals do. But if Josh Dobbs leads them to a, a nice, uh, two and what would it be? How many more games are left? Eleven nine. games. So two and nine. Eleven. It's like a nice two and nine record, and they're like in the top five, and they can draft the quarterback. It's hard to see them passing up on that opportunity, but if they manage to stay in the playoff hunt, and they're like mid—I was gonna say mid-table. <laughs> if they're like middle of the draft, I can see them possibly bringing Kirk back on a one-year deal because they they like him there. I think Kevin O'Connell really likes him there. I think the the team likes him. I think the fans slightly like him. <laughs> um, it's everyone outside of Minnesota that has the opinions. So everyone's just a hater because he's been playing great this year. Yeah, so he, I, he. I think there's a possibility that he might come back if they're not like in a position to get a quarterback in the draft. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I don't like who would you replace him with right now? Like Josh Dobbs is 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 a band-aid. You have Jaron Hall as a rookie. I rookie fifth round of, pick. Not the biggest fan of that plan. So well, we saw what happened with Kellen Mond a few 
Big Fusey's back. <laughs> um, I I will say I will say though it it does suck for Kirk Cousins. Like I feel it's really bad for him. Like I feel so terrible. Like I I honestly I've never been like the biggest I've never been the biggest caper for Kirk Cousins. But when when I saw that I was devastated. I was like I felt so sorry for him. And I think the biggest their biggest thing right now is they need to keep Justin Jefferson happy. You know. And if you can convince us that they're, they're diva happy, they don't even need him. <laughs> they got Jordan Addison. The diva that happens to be one of the best, if not the best, wide receivers in the league. Yeah. Why does always happen? Why does this always happen to the Vikings? Um, but yeah, Jordan Addison looks amazing as well. Um, and they have Hawks, so it's like whatever. Um, and then let's talk about let's move up the coast into New York. So, oh, we're not up the coast. Oh my god, why do I always think of Minnesota? Let's move a little time for you to learn geography, buddy. My fault, my fault, my fault. I apologize. Let's, Let's fly move east. a little east. Let's move eastward to New York. Right? Mm-hmm. Logan, so the Giants started Tommy DeVito after Terod T- Taylor suffered an injury. Huh? Goat. <laughs> See that chain? You see that chain he was wearing? I saw that chain. That chain is fantastic. He's so unapologetically <laughs> Italian. It's not even funny. Um, he started Tommy DeVito, and in a, and I, was, I don't even want to talk about that game. However, mm-hmm. and Terod Taylor is hurt. Daniel Jones is just has just now been cleared for contact. If you were a Giants fan of those three QBs. You either could pick one of them or nobody at all. What would you do? Terod. Okay. Terod has was playing fantastic, though. I will say that. Terod has the worst luck ever. He might he might Tommy be unless Tommy DeVito starts playing amazic that it's Terod. Saquon Barkley can't Saquon Barkley can't rush the ball thirty six times a game. <laughs> Isn't that how much he did it against uh he he was he carried the ball an unfathomable amount. Right, it's it was <clears throat> approximately that much. I think it was in the, it was in the thirties. I know that. Yeah. Um. You you can't possibly expect Saquon Barkley to to do that until Daniel Jones is capable of like playing at a. Thirty-six carries. Yep, that's crazy. that is that's actually like that's actually like crazy. You can't expect him to do that for the next four games, and or however long it takes Daniel Jones to get healthy and back to being his usual mid self. Um. So I, I guess the 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 question is, who are they starting at quarterback this weekend? They should just start Tommy DeVito so they can lose. I was about to say it might have to be Tommy DeVito, but then let's say they lose and get a get in a position to get a quarterback. They should take one. They have to. They I, I, are we starting to be in the because obviously right now I will say it hasn't really worked out for the Cardinals, right? Um, the like not saying that he hasn't worked out well. He's way better than Josh Rosen was, but meaning like they haven't been serious contenders since then. But it's because Cliff Kingsbury was their head coach. Yeah, also <laughs> true. Also true. And they made um, the playoffs twice. They did make the playoffs twice. They so they were more successful than they would have been had they 
said, like, oh, let's stick around with Josh Rosen for one more or two more seasons. Yes. Right? What were so, you gonna say? What are you about Kyler? My no, it's not about Kyler. I was oh, like, okay. oh, who knows? Maybe the Giants could trade for Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is gonna be the starter of the Cardinals next year. I'm sorry. Anyway, to tell- anyway do you think that the, it's because you said this about the Steelers when you were talking about like their inconsistencies and whatnot? We'll get to the Steelers as well, <laughs> but. Do you think it should be more common for teams to make reactionary or say, hey, maybe we were wrong about a certain thing like once or two seasons in rather than people that say, let's actually stick this out for like the third or fourth season? I think there needs to be a happy medium. Okay. It always needs to be. But the thing is with Daniel Jones, this is this is his fifth season with them, right? Yeah. Yeah. It might be his fifth. No, it's his fifth. It's his but fifth. The thing is, they declined. They declined his fifth year option, right? Well, yeah, because they resigned him. Okay, so this is his fifth year. I've seen everything I need to know about Daniel Jones. They should know. They should have a pretty accurate description or picture of what he is as a quarterback. What he is as a quarterback is one that's going to they're not going to win because of him they're going to just win with him there and you're going to pay 80 million for that you're going to pay 80 million for a guy that you need to win in spite of and and the thing is too logan when you saw the contract and i think both me and you had the same reaction we were not in favor of that contract at all horrid um he did not deserve that whatsoever he did not he's done nothing to deserve that kind of money Exactly. A lot of people can, I think he, it was a, by virtue of you were the starting quarterback the first time in years this team has been somewhat successful. It, his agent, his, his agent was, uh, was, he needs a raise. Yeah, his, his agent better be getting a substantial fee. Him and Saquon, they, the agent and Saquon deserve the most out of this contract. I think they have to take a quarterback if they have the opportunity to, because I mean, a quarterback's not going to solve their problems. Their problems are are much much bigger than a quarterback. They have they have issues on the offensive line. They have issues on the defense. They have issues with the receiving game. They got issues all over the place. So a quarterback's not going to solve that. So I guess what they'll probably do is convince themselves that those are the issues. We need to fix those issues. And if we fix those issues, Daniel Jones will be fine. Yeah. And a lot of teams do that. Um, I think when you look at it. Back to your question about should teams give like pull the trigger earlier, give up or or wait. The Cardinals are one end of the spectrum with Josh Rosen. Firing Steve Wilkes, getting rid of Josh Rosen after one year, not even getting them a chance. That's a little extreme. But then you have like on the other hand, let's say with the Bears and Mitchell Trubisky or something like that, they they waited, they held out to see if that would uh, work okay um, so it's it's hard but then you have like Urban Meyer with the Jacksonville Jaguars you know that that's bad or you have the Raiders where yeah. you know you know that that's not going to work and that, you that's pull a- the trigger pull the trigger now like- so and that that makes that gives us the next question you know we 
we were talking last week about how, let's say, how many coaches were going to be fired and whatnot. I think this, this, what we saw this trade deadline shows that there's going to be a gigantic shift in how every NFL team handles failure for certain teams. Um, Josh McDaniel didn't even has he finished a full year? Yeah, this is was his second season. Second year, right? This is the second time. He's the first coach to be fired mid halfway through the season twice. That's crazy. <laughs> and first off, I I need to know the the accuracy of the. Um... That is hilarious. If that is <laughs> if that is true, which I mean, who knows these days? That is hilarious. Like Davis Savage. First um, off, how why go as the oh, that that's crazy. I'm sorry. You like you, sure your job is on the line. Do you dress up as the owner for Halloween? It's it, it just, oh, but it, it's 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 crazy because we've seen this. This is a second time in like two seasons where we've seen crazy dysfunction from the Raiders organization, an uh, organization that. Following their playoff, like after they made the playoffs a couple seasons ago, we were like, this is primed out. They could really move forward and like be good because you had a couple all pro defensive players. You had a terrible offensive line, but you know, you could fix that. Yes, the Henry Rugg situation ended terribly, like terribly. But, you know, they finished up by signing Devontae Adams so he can play with his college, his college teammate, Derek Carr, the guy who we bought a house with, which it's crazy because now people are saying, oh, why is Devontae Adams trying to leave the Raiders? Because he didn't come there to play for the Raiders. He came there to play with Derek Carr. So, and now this Jimmy G situation, Josh McDaniel, if you looked at me and said, Jimmy G and Josh McDaniel are going to lead this team to greatness, I, I don't think everybody would have been like, that's that's a fantasy, you know? But, and I think I was higher on the Josh McDaniel, um, um what? You were? I was higher. I was higher on the Josh McDaniel signing initially, and then I quickly saw that it probably isn't going to be the best for this team. Yeah. But you just now you look at this team and it's like, where do you go from here? Because coach contracts are fully guaranteed, and they now are paying both him and John Gruden still. They are, and, and this they have made bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. For like the past six years, I think it's been it's been that long because you have hiring John Gruden for ten years. Why you have hiring Mike Mayock? You have the twenty seventeen draft class. You have wait now twenty seven yeah yeah twenty seventeen draft class. Who two of those first round picks are no longer on the team? The other one is you franchise tagged. And then he had a he well you didn't pick up his fifth year option. Then he had a career year, and then you had a franchise tag him. And he's probably going to walk next year. You have then firing them, um, bringing in Josh McDaniels, who with the Broncos was terrible. Left the Colts like hanging out to dry, and then comes here, him and the general manager, and their their first moves are to do what. Bring in an old receiver, give up their first and second round pick, 
which they could have used because this roster was much worse than I think they thought. Uh, sign an old pass rusher, completely whiff on all your draft picks, mostly. Wasn't and Chandler they, Jones also one of their acquirings as well? Yeah, and they, yeah, when that 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 big year last, that big off season last year, where all the AFC West teams were were uh, signing players. And, you know, the Chargers got J.C. Jackson and Cleo Mack and the Broncos got Russell Wilson and the Raiders are like, oh, you know what we should do? Try to compete with them and get Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. No. No, you were not going to compete with any of those teams. So then they, they make those trades. They have terrible draft picks. They now have... They they lose to Jeff Saturday's Colts. They lose to Baker Mayfield on two days of being on the Rams. They lose to who they just lose to Tyler Bad Baggin Bagent. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Lose to T Bag from Shepherd University. It's just been miss after miss after miss after miss. So and now oh. Sorry, I forgot about you. Bench Derek Carr, who's probably been like, I think Derek Carr is not like he's he's average, but he was the like a f- staple of the Raiders organization. He might have been one of the most, like, the most years. recognizable Raider player. Right. In the last 20 years, he might be the. Give him well, first. Really? You, you give him. I forgot. They gave him a contract extension, and then you bench him because you don't want him to get injured, so you don't have to guarantee his contract. The staple of the Raiders organization. Great way to w- help you know win over the fans. Um, I think he also gave, the city. <laughs> he already. Gave, I think he gave Darren Waller a contract extension too, only to trade him like a year later. Okay, like <laughs> miss, 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 miss. Terribly managed. They have like five good players on this roster. Max Crosby, deserves- Max Crosby, Colton Miller, Trayvon Morig, uh, Josh half- Jacobs, who'll be gone, and, and uh, Hunter Renfro half the time. He's beefing with Hunter Renfro, but you you gave him an extension to to bench him. You signed Jacoby Myers at that 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 uh that fumble against the Patriots must have really. You know, you were like, oh, we got to sign him next year. <laughs> it's just been a five, six years of just terrible decision after terrible decision after terrible decision. And now they have no talent, no quarterback, no money because they're spending on coaches. And who knows what you're going to get? Yeah. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. The the Jim Harbaugh to Las Vegas is looking, but it, the Raiders are. Yeah, this is gonna take a while to fix. It, I don't know. Like my thing is like, where does it start? This like, is gonna take because this this team is severely lacking talent, and it, it's gonna take a lot to fix the 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 poor management of the past two regimes so yeah Raiders in shambles so i don't think this next team warrants the biggest rant of them all but i want to ask you a question um 
how much of Arthur Smith's job security lies in the hands of the performance of Taylor Haneke? Like, what do the Falcons realistically need to do this year for Arthur Smith not to be fired? Because, you know, a lot, for, ha- for half the fans, it's like, fantasy players, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, there's, like... Arthur Smith is a... He's hiding, like, oh, he frustrates me. Bro, I can wait, quick before we even start. That, what was that, 2020? That 2020 or 2021 coach hiring, um, coaching hiring cycle. Like, it's slowly but surely just not going well at all. Like, who who was it? That was um, that was Staley, O'Connell, Salah, um, Urban Meyer, O'Connell. and Smith. It was Stefanski. Huh? It wasn't O'Connell. It was Stefanski. Stefanski, yeah. Like, no, Arthur Smith makes me angry because he uses fantasy football to hide behind. When in reality, you just refuse to use your best players. And, and for some reason, committed to Desmond Ritter. But now, thankfully, you're starting Taylor Heineke. I don't know. I, when, when you, this kind of ties back into what you were asking about, like... When does a team? When is too long to stay to like stay on a course? The Falcons are. Do you remember how long it took them to get rid of Dan Quinn? Do you know how many years we had to like sit there and be like, you know, I think it's time to move on from Dan Quinn. But the and thing is, we can't. Like it was different though. I but think I'm just saying it like towards the end there, it was kind of just like, why is he still here? I think it's a because. It's it's different though because there's a there's an aspect where you have Matt Ryan was their franchise guy, right? Yeah. Julio Jones was their franchise guy, right? This is like and this they, was, they, Dan Quinn got them to a Super Bowl. I'm not talking about 2015. I'm talking about like right before like right before Arthur Smith was hired. The, but that's what I mean. You look at those, you can see, you can tie it's a past success, like kind of like um, Mike McCarthy in Green Bay, kind of like Zach Taylor in Cincinnati. You know? Oh, I was, I was gonna say Mike Tomlin, but that's neither here nor there, or mm-hmm. even like, sure. but, but his, success, Bill been, his like, success was 12 years ago, it, like exactly. Where you could say, well, Bill Belichick is a different situation when you bring up 14 years ago, when you bring a, a city six, six rigs, you can't like Bill Belichick won. He's not part of this conversation. Mike Tomlin, though, it's a fair conversation to have. <laughs> we, we might have that conversation. We might have but, that conversation. But I just want, like, that's my question to you. Like, how you you could be tied to Dan Quinn because you could say, like, he got us to – we nearly reached the pinnacle. They Arthur convinced Smith, themselves that they were good enough to keep competing. Yeah, it's okay. Arthur Smith, like, like I don't even – at this point, it's like, okay, they never had a franchise QB. Like – Usually the cycle of any coach or anything like that, if you don't have a franchise QB in place, you get it. You bring in a new coach or you bring in a, a, a franchise QB, you get a new coach. There's there's a cycle. No, they decided to draft a tight end fourth overall. They, they also said they didn't want Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, that also – that's also – bro, Lamar Jackson, like mm-hmm. with the actual coach with this team. What are you talking about? He has an actual coach this year. No, the, like – I'm talking about in in if it was Atlanta, like if it wasn't Arthur Smith, 
and you put Lamar Jackson. Like, let's say Shanahan decide, in a perfect world, Atlanta Falcons fans wake up and Kyle Shanahan is there. It, it succeeds. Ben Johnson. Oh, ben Johnson's going to be ben head Johnson coach from Detroit. Detroit. Lincoln Riley leaves USC. I don't think that's going to happen, but like, but that's just my question, Logan. How do you go about this? Like, you can't look at Arthur Smith and be like, hey, you're going to still be our coach next year because there's literally been no promise. Because even with, even with Robert Sala, right? I said last year, he, it was the hot seat year, right? Yes. And what was the, what, what is, first off, I'm starting to like offensive guys more than defensive guys, but that's the other here or there. What was the biggest bright spot of the Jets last year? Their defense. Their defense was killer, right? And then you bring in Aaron Rodgers, and even to this day, their defense is still their bright spot. And I think even yeah, though. Well, yeah. Robert Salah kind of gets a slight pass this season. Because of the injury, but if if Robert Sala was underachieving with Aaron Rodgers, he would have been gone. He would there would have been a different conversation to have. But that's what I mean. Like you can't say, remember what what would the whole conversation going into this season with the Jets was like? Hey, we're this is going to be a great defense. The offense just needs to be there. So be, there there was that potential of promise, right? With Arthur Smith, we went into the season saying there's literally no way this offense. I think we said this is going to be the most fun team to watch. In football, next to the Lions, and it's not there. At least with Dan Campbell, look at what's going on in Detroit. Mm, such a good coach. You know, you look at what's happening in, it, even in Minnesota. We knew the d- defense wasn't going to be good, but Kevin O'Connell came in and said, "Actually, we're going to just outshoot every team." Yeah, uh, I just, I don't see what Arthur Smith brings to the table. I honestly don't. So that's my. So the question remains, Logan. How much of Arthur Smith's job security is tied to Taylor Heineke slash if Desmond Ritter is brought back, there is success. Oh. Like, do you do you see if this team, because the NFC South is still like, eh, like it, it's still very winnable. They can win the division. They can win the division. They can make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, is he, if they don't make the playoffs, does he, is he still a coach? I think so. I, I think until until he gets a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, they'll convince themselves that he'll be the answer. Cannot get a franchise quarterback being a middling team. Yes, I know. NFL. Like, if they wanted a franchise quarterback, why the hell were they not they number one in the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes? Oh, they refused. They declined. They said, I don't want to trade for him. Like, I just don't understand that. I, I think they're I, – I think they'll, they'll be average for, like, the next three years, and then it's they'll all- finally fire him. Also, they also have one of the NFL's best defenses too. Like, I, I, I just don't understand. So, and then let's move on to. I mean, we're not talking. We're not going to talk Mike, um, Mike Tallman just yet. You brought up that conversation. I think that's going to be a very interesting conversation to have. But so now, let's look at the Titans. Is Ryan Tannehill done in Tennessee? I think he's got to be. I mean, like truth be told, me and you, Will Levis had a fantastic day in his in a well. They said it was going to be a, a Malik Willis slash Will Levis like back and forth. And while Will Levis basically showed everything that we knew he had, there's still you can't. I still would love to see him play an actual like like see if he could compete keep up with the rigors of an actual NFL um game. But he he shined. 
right? He did. He did. He played really well. Um, don't know if we should expect that from him consistently, but he he played really well. And he, here's the thing: I think Ryan Tannehill's a free agent at the end of the season, and really what what reason do you have to bring him back because when he was playing this year he was he wasn't good the the titans they're they're lacking a lot of a talent on the offense yeah well, it's Jalen Brooks. what's going on they well he's been hurt they've been shopping they were shopping Derrick Henry like that that's giving me the the inclination that they are looking to rebuild and I don't think Ryan Tannehill is someone you want around when you're rebuilding. Like no, no, it is not. Will Levis, I think Will Levis will be the starter for the rest of the season. They'll see what they have with him. I don't think Tannehill. I don't think Tannehill's. I think he's done as a Titan. Logan, I also have another question for you. How big? Or how much are you looking forward to tomorrow's contest? <sighs> I think Will Levis is going to be significantly worse than he was on Sunday. 100%. I agree. I fully agree. I think he'll be the best quarterback on the field still. Damn. Damn. Either, either uh, Tiny Hands or Money Mitch is, is starting. Well, do you know that Ryan t- um, Will Levis only needs to throw for one more touchdown to equate Kenny Pickett's touchdown total for the season? Yeah, I know. I'm aware. So yeah, obviously the Titans kind of I I lowkey think they lucked into getting Will like having Will Levis be as I don't know I can't I can't say good I'm gonna just say flashy Can I just say flashy? Yeah, he he had a good he had a good rookie he had a good first start. <sighs> Sucks um, for Malik Willis though. Yeah, it does. And then so, uh, there's so many questions about. QBs, and we haven't even gotten to the coaching conversation, but let's run through the other QB situations. Jordan Love. What is happening? I it, I think that I said there's going to be growing pains. They they better not start Sean Clifford. They, they, that's such an unserious move to make. Like, please don't do it. I, it's just, I, I hope they do, and I hope he's terrible. No offense, Sean. Well, Gudikin said that they need more time to evaluate Love, right? They do. He's only been a starter for less than a year. He he's what got like nine career starts. Yeah, you got to give a guy more time than that. He's he's essentially a rookie, truth be told. He is. So not everyone's gonna be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's yeah. You get if you can give Daniel Jones four years. Um, if you can give, let's see, well, what's a good example? Uh, Kenny Pickett. You can give Kenny Pickett however how all this time that he's been starting. Um, I think Jordan Love at least deserves a shot. Okay, I, I agree. Don't, with you. I don't think they should bench him. I. What what is that? What message does that send? Logan, I have some questions for you. Yeah, it's because you know we we exhausted the QB situation. I think at this point, yes. Um, I'm gonna give you three options. Okay. Um, it's gonna be 
fired. Mm. Personnel change. Mm-hmm. Nothing. We're gonna, I'm gonna just run through some coaches with you. And the question is, five, do you think? Because usually they hire before the NFL draft, right? Yes, they. Okay. They usually hire. Yes. So, but by the 2024 NFL draft, will these coaches have had been fired? Will there be a change within their offensive or defensive personnel? Or will nothing happen? Will there be no change? Okay. Jonathan Gannon. I can't. This one's difficult because I, I believe that Kyler Murray will be back. I believe that they will be a much better team with Kyler Murray. Okay. So I don't think. I think he will remain the head coach of the Cardinals. Arthur Smith. Uh, who is their uh, Who are their coordinators? Is... Um, currently their coordinators are. Give me a second. I don't think Steve Wilkes is there. Steve Wilkes is not still there. Uh, he's somewhere. I don't know if he's there though. Uh, I have no idea who these two guys are. So no, I don't. I have nothing to say. Okay, Drew Petzing is an OC, and Nick Rallis is a DC. Yeah, I have no idea who those people are. <laughs> Arthur Smith. Um, Steve Wilkes is on the Niners. Um, Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith will be the head coach of the Falcons. Okay, so nothing you say. Nothing. Yep. Franklin Reich. You're really, you're really struggling with this. I think I'm in the head coach. It's also true with the with we talked about sticking it out. The 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 Panthers kind of put themselves in a position to stick it out, honestly, with uh not having a first round pick next year. Um, Kevin Stefanski. This one is no, they should not fire him. Okay, that would be stupid. Like I, I know that they've struggled, but. Can we just remember what the Browns were like before Stefanski? Yes. Is he like their longest tenured coach? Yes. It it feels like he's uh, has to be up there. Yes. Like in recent memory, I'm sure. Like in the past 15, 20 years, he has to be one of the most like consistent coaches for them. Okay, I I agree. I agree. They should not fire him. That would be stupid. Okay. Now, Sean Payton. How much are they paying him? That's a great question. <laughs> I love how that's the question. Um, well, I mean, like, I know, I mean, the Raiders just proved that it doesn't matter if they have to pay two head coaches, they will. But are the Broncos not still paying Nathaniel Hackett? I believe they are, yeah. So, um, Yeah, how much? Getting eighteen a year, jeez. A five year. He remains the head coach, and hires an offensive coordinator, and possibly fires Vance Joseph. Okay, dang! Do not fire Vance Joseph. It's not his fault. 
It is. It is. Okay. Vic Fangio had the vision. He did. He had the vision. Um, Matt LaFleur. No. Okay. Fire Joe Barry. He needs to be fired. Like, that has to happen. All right. But no. Okay. So, the, the Raiders already made their pick. They have. Logan, Brandon Staley. He needs to be fired. He needs to be fired. And 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 what's his name? I think it's Thomas. Tom Telesco needs to go to clean house. And you think to charge to just a uh, clean house? They both okay. need to go. Now uh, to retain Kellen Moore, but everyone else needs to go. I can't say Sean McVay because there's no. nothing. No. I don't even the the Rams sold their soul for that Super Bowl and you know you know they're not even doing that too they're not doing that bad this year anyway so uh Bill Belichick no he'll retire that's you think he's retiring that's, at the end of the no he, he, I'm not saying he will retire this year I'm saying there's no way he is not in New England unless he retires okay I think he'll yeah, remain head coach I think here's what I think will happen. Bill O'Brien will leave, and jo- and he'll re- he'll hire Josh McDaniels. <laughs> it's it's what's gonna happen. I bet. All right, Dennis Allen. He oh. He, you know, this is a big year for the Saints in the off season because they got they got cap issues. So you have to get rid of Pete Carmichael. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Mm. Doug Marone is their offensive line coach. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know. The Saints just don't seem like the organization to like fire a coach. They're, they're, they're not. And I think and I don't think you would have like Pete, it's like a loyalty thing, I feel. I think they should get rid of both of them. Um, I think they do nothing. Okay. Logan, Robert Sala. No, I, I think they're doing all right, despite the fact that they don't have Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is working some voodoo magic to <laughs> He might play this season. So, like, they could, like, go to the playoffs. Should be. I think I think he's got him. He's bought himself another another year because this defense is playing so well. Also, it's not like I, I think even though Zach Wilson is still terrible, like they they have a very favorable schedule. Yeah, and like you haven't seen what this team looks like with Aaron Rodgers. I don't like. I don't know. No, he he will still be the Jets coach. Like I would say, it's surprising that the Jets coach. I think remember how we said Robert Sala was a culture guy. Yeah, I I do think it shows the no, culture. I, I definitely it, Zach Wilson just sucks. It's the only reason this this team isn't that good. Mike Tomlin, no, but Matt Canada. I was oh, I got a little story, a little sidebar. I went to the Steelers game on Sunday, first Steelers game. I, mean, I was gonna say, how was that? How was that? It was great. I mean, it was raining the whole time, and the Steelers offense. Looks like garbage in person, just on TV. Um, 
But I got to participate in a Mac, Mac, Fire Mac Canada chant, and it was truly, <laughs> truly a great experience. Um, got to see Kenny Pickett underthrow several, several balls. Got to see Najee Harris uh, stat pad at the end of the game there. It was great. It was a great time. Um, anyway, get back to the point. Mac Hanna needs to be fired. Did you see uh, there was a um a, a press conference clip where like a marker fell, and yeah, he's like not my fault, but you know Steelers fans are gonna are gonna make make an excuse to say it is. Uh yeah, he needs to go. Mike Mike Tomlin will remain the head coach. Okay, but but at some point. His continuance to hire, uh, to to his insistence upon keeping Matt Canada employed has to fall on him. Yeah, you are wasting generational talent on defense <laughs> with this mid offense. Yeah, the decision making has been horrid this year. You're only now deciding to have Joey Porter Jr. be the starter. You have like. Broderick Jones has proven every time he's been on the field that he is a better tackle than Dan Moore, and you continue to not play him. Decision, bad decisions, just bad decisions. <laughs> bad decisions. And I mean, Terrell is is lucky. He's lucky that Matt Canada is so bad because he's he like. Nepo hire. Yeah. Oh, God, imagine if they would have just like promoted Brian Forrest as defensive coordinator. Like, that'd be so so nice. I'd be so happy. Oddballs. Mike Tomlin remains the head coach. Um, they would never fire him. Matt Canada needs to go though. Okay. What about Todd Bowles? Oh, he. Whew. I don't know. They've been, they've been surprisingly okay this year. Yeah. But Topples ain't it. He's not, though. He's better as a coordinator. I think he's just not oh, suited. Oh, trust me, I know. I know. He's not suited to be a, a head coach. I think there's a possibility. I don't think he does this year, but it's, it's possible. And then Mike Vrabel. No. Okay. He's... His, his, he, he just finds a way to over culture that the culture that he brings to their team is not something I would think they would give up, if especially if they're rebuilding. Yeah, Ron Rivera. Yes, and it, Jack Delio. At their, I think they're cleaning house. They're gone. They're gone. I think the Commanders are going into a situation where this is a new owner. New owner. Money. New owner. Money. Getting draft picks. Ron Rivera is is not you think future? I Ron Rivera is is the antonym of that. Jack Del Rio's defense is the antonym of that. So no, they're gone. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What about uh Matt Eberflus? Oh, I forgot about Matt Eberflus. I don't even know, honestly. Because now they're um I forget their running backs coach or something. 
got fired because of his professional conduct in the team. They already had the situation with Allen Williams. I, like they have QB issues where it's like, okay, Tyson Bajan. Well, I think Luke Getzi will be fired. Huh? I think Luke Getzi will be fired. I think I don't think though Ryan Poles is making moves like he thinks he's gonna have a job next year. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I think he's safe. I think Matt Eberfuss is safe. I think Luke Getzi though will be fired because when they draft Caleb Williams they'll want a coordinator that, you know, is for Caleb Williams. I agree. I think that's right. Let's see, anyone else? I don't know if anyone else like it. Dabble's not going anywhere, right? Like you can't no, O'Connell's not going anywhere. Staley, geez. How long until Andy Reid retires is the question. Stop. It's not happening anytime soon. So in your opinion, can you give me three names at the top of your head who will be, because we have said at least three people who might be fired. Three names at the top of your head who will be head coaches next season. Ooh, love it. Ben Johnson. I agree. Lions offensive coordinator. Um... I think Brian Flores should be a head coach. Do you think I don't? I think he based on what the NFL has done and how he's treated. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. He's a defensive coordinator for the Vikings right now. I don't think it's going to happen. I think he will be. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, no Jim Harbaugh. I think we'll be coaching in the NFL next year. Jim Harbaugh will be a coach. Jim Harbaugh will be a coach. Trying to think who else. Mm, oh, what if they make Eric Bieniemy the the Commanders head coach? Just kidding, and they shouldn't do that. Maybe they should. Maybe they, I don't know. The, the Commanders could have such an exciting offense. Let's see who who else? Who's our who's the Jets DC? Does Nathaniel Hackett get another? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am just kidding. I forgot Nathaniel Hackett's our OC. Hmm. I okay. Let me look at some names here. I think Ben Johnson is going to be like the the guy. People yeah. Know. I I think that slowly people are getting turned off by defensive coaches. It's and they should. You can't. Yeah. Um. Ken Dorsey with the Bills. Yeah. Um, he's a possibility. Um he's not a this is defensive corner. Jero Evero is the Panthers defensive coordinator. He was with the Broncos. Don't shut up. Yes, he was with the Broncos. He was the Broncos defensive coordinator last year when they yeah. were I think he has a shot to possibly get a job. Um let's see. Helen Moore, perhaps. I was gonna say the the Cowboys coaching um coaching personnel, which I think in my opinion is the best in the league. I don't know how you feel about that, but with Dan Quinn and uh Helen Moore there. But um, both of them are people who, huh? Kellen Moore's in LA now. Oh, is he? Yes. 
He's the, who's their OC now then? I don't know. Oh, Mike McCarthy. That's, that's true. I don't know, but uh, yeah, Kyle Moore's in LA. Are you gonna are you gonna fire Brandon Staley chance this uh this oh, yeah. Monday? Oh yeah. I think like uh, yeah, Ben Johnson I think is a front runner. Ajero Evero is a is a guy I would keep an eye on. Okay. Ken Dorsey. Um Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's big one. I think Jim I think Jim ah, it just it makes sense. Like Vic Fangio, maybe. I think he's taking a year off. Yeah. But he might like maybe not a head coach, but maybe like a coordinator. Logan. Can I, quick, I think Brian Flores should get a quick, job. Quick aside on the Jim Harbaugh. Remember uh, when we were talking about his uh, extension? I, I forget if it was last year or the year before. And we were like, the worst thing that could possibly happen right now for Michigan is Jim Harbaugh leaves because they lost both coordinators and, and it just wouldn't work. This might be the worst thing that could happen. Let's say Michigan gets a postseason ban, all these violations and all this because of the Cotestallians. <laughs> And Jim Harbaugh says bye. Yeah. Also, quick aside, um, you know, like how a, when a team does like makes tries to get people to boo people at the free throw line, a cool thing that the Cavaliers do is they show a Michigan logo when the opposing player is at the free throw line. Um. The I'm gonna do you know the Ohio State puts Brutus up on the the big screen. I'm gonna be honest with you, that would be super creepy to look into as if I'm kicking the ball. <laughs> like it was so haunting. That's hilarious. And, uh, so one of the teams did the uh the Kevin James. Yeah. Team. Yeah. I, I forget which team it was. Screen, which is hilarious. And then uh, quick question. Speak of coaching, is Urban Meyer a head coach? No, never again. In, 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 in the NFL, never again. What do I call football? No. Sit on the desk, bro. Stay at the desk. No, no, I agree. I think I agree with you. Ben Johnson is in line to be a head Steelers coach. Steelers offensive coordinator. Good idea. Logan, I think this is this is good. Everything. Do you want to do? Maybe we want to do midseason awards, but I think we went on a, a huge rant. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll save midseason awards for next next for week next after week not the midseason. It technically still will be this. Yeah, right. You're right. There's 18 weeks in the NFL. Have they done this beautiful sport? <laughs> Everything used they, to be so perfectly divided up. Some great games this week. I'm excited. Yes. Um, Our first Monday night football game. Our first NFL game together. Mm-hmm. Dang. I can't wait to boo that close in person. I can't wait to boo Brad and Silly in person. Ah, that'd be perfect. Uh, will this be a Quentin Johnson legacy game? Who knows? No. Probably not. No. It better be a Garrett Wilson legacy game. Yeah. Several fantasy players involved in this. <laughs> I'll be I will be heavily invested. I think oh I have a, I think I have at least three. You have Brees, you have uh Garrett. I have Justin. Yeah, Justin. I just have uh Quincy. Best linebacker in the NFL, Quincy Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be heavily invested in this game. Huge game for Brandon Saley. 
Huge game for Brandon Staley. Yes. In my opinion. Will he, the- be, will he remain in New York? Will we have to stay outside the stadium to offer him a ride home? He, he may need us to – he may need someone to drive him. Was that, was that who did that? Was that Tom Herman who was fired on the on the tarmac or uh? Who yeah. was... <laughs> oh, I forget who it was, but yeah. All right, Logan. Big sports podcast. Mm-hmm. Twas Logan, twas Noah. Um, was gonna be a great week of college and NFL. It's November. First off, best month of the year, November. Yes. College football, NFL football. NBA basketball, college basketball, World Series. At one point last year, the World Cup was going on. It's crazy. Yeah. The MLS playoffs. The MLS has a Ballon d'Or winner. <laughs> they do. Holland robbed. Holland robbed. The Premier League. The Premier League hasn't had a ballot door winner in, in over 10 years. What's going on? Holland was snubbed. Ho- Holland was kind of snubbed, but whatever. Snubbed. I, don't even, I, don't even, I don't even care anymore. He'll win it next year. That, no, what he, does he need to do? They hate him. They hate him because he's great. Thank you. Thank you for listening. It's the Stick to Sports podcast with Noah and Logan.